to another episode of the Beginning Spanish Podcast. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College, and today in class, we talked about using the subjunctive in adjective clauses. Okay, so um, today we talked about using the indicative or the subjunctive uh, in adjective clauses, so describing things and people in, in, in complex sentences. So... Um, the first thing we need to know is that an adjective is a word that modifies or describes a noun. So if I say the red house, uh, then it, it answers the question, what kind of something? So what kind of house? A red house. That's what adjectives do. Now, we've talked about using the subjunctive with noun phrases already. If I say something like, uh, quiero que estudies, I want you to study, um, what I'm saying is uh, I want something. And what is the something that I want that you study? It's a thing. That's a thing that I want. It's a noun. It looks like a phrase, and it is a phrase, but it's acting as a noun. What do you want? I want that you study. Okay? So now in this case, we're going to be talking about sentences that look like they have a similar structure where you have an antecedent, a first part of a sentence that comes before uh, the word, in this case, que or donde, and then an adjective clause that's going to come at the end. Instead of a noun clause, we're going to be dealing with an adjective clause. So uh, an example sentence would be, I want a car that is blue. I want a car that is blue. Now, um, the car, uh, I want a car, that's the antecedent. That is blue is an adjective because it says what kind of car? One that is blue, okay? Uh, so this is an adjective clause. Now, in Spanish, if the adjective clause describes or modifies something that is known or exists, it's concrete, you can picture the specific thing in your mind, you're affirming the existence of something, then you're going to use the indicative, right? This is when we talk about Jedi and tack. We use Jedi for the subjunctive and tack for the, for the indicative. If we're talking about truth, affirmation, certainty, or knowledge, and in this case, we're using affirmation. We're affirming that a thing exists. Uh, then we're going to use the indicative. Uh, if the adjective uh, describes or modifies something that is unknown, hypothetical, indefinite, or non-existent, meaning you can't picture the very specific one in your mind, you're going to use the subjunctive. So if I say, I want a car uh, that has an electric motor, and I use the indicative, it means I'm looking at a bunch of cars, and I want one that has an electric motor. There's one, uh, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I want the one that has an electric motor. If I say uh, I want a car that has an electric motor, and I'm thinking, you know, there's one out there. Uh, I don't care which one. I just want one of them. Uh, then I'm going to use the subjunctive. Okay, so I could say uh, uh, we can do the same thing with, uh, with, that we do with K, with donde. Um, so I can say, uh, I want to go to a place where there aren't any dogs. I'm not thinking of any specific one. Uh, I just want to say, uh, I, I, I want to go to a place where there aren't any dogs. Quiero ir a un lugar donde no haya perros. Donde no haya perros. So the first part is going to be in the subjunctive, K, and then the second part, first part is going to be in the indicative, then K, and the second part in the subjunctive. Just like with, uh, with noun phrases. Uh, but now, instead of looking at those, um, at all of those subjunctive triggers and saying, is this indicating doubt, uh, denial, judgment, etc., we're looking at the adjective phrase and saying, is this something that I can see in my mind? Um, so uh, places where we're, we're certainly going to use the subjunctive are going to be uh, 
um, when we're when we're talking about something that's unknown, hypothetical, indefinite, or non-existent. Uh, and it's going to come out kind of in the structure of the thing. So if I say something like, ¿Sabes si hay alguien aquí que hable español? Do you know if there's anyone here who speaks Spanish? The fact that I'm asking that question uh, and it, what I'm saying is, I don't have any idea if there is anyone, but I'm asking you if there is. Um, we won't always use the subjunctive with questions. If you're asking a question about a concrete thing, then uh, then you're not going to use the subjunctive. You use the indicative. So I could say something like, um, I'm looking for my wife uh, who is Mexican. Um, in that case, I am looking for my wife. She happens to be Mexican. And uh, and so because I'm talking about someone concrete, then, uh, then, then I would use the indicative. Now, if I were to say, uh, I'm looking for a wife who is Mexican, right? Like I'm single and I want to get married, um, but I don't know who. I'm not thinking of anybody specific. I'm just, you know, throwing it out there. I assume there's somebody in the universe that the that would fit the bill. Then I'm going to use the subjunctive. Uh, the last thing to know about this is um, if we're talking about uh, people, <clears throat> then the 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 clause this this adjective clause uh, is functioning as a direct object. So if I say something like, "I'm looking for a boyfriend who knows how to cook," I'm looking for a boyfriend who knows how to cook. I would say, "Busco un novio que sepa amarme." Now, if we think about this, I'm looking for what a, a boyfriend that knows how to cook. That whole thing is functioning as a direct object. And because the direct object is a person, a boyfriend, then we would you would think that we would use the personal a and say busco a un novio. But because this uh, this thing is hypothetical, indefinite, not concrete, unknown, non-existent, etc., we're not going to use the personal a for that. So I would just say busco un novio que sepa amarme or que sepa cocinar. If I were talking about um, if I were talking about uh, like I'm just I'm looking for my girlfriend. I would say busco a mi novia because she is concrete, and so uh, so I would need the personal a with her. So I'm looking for what, uh, who or what is looked for. That's the answer. The direct object, the thing that is verbed, right? The thing that is, uh, the thing that is verbed. So I'm looking for my wife or my child or my husband or my grandmother. Uh, in all of those cases, that's the thing that is looked for, and it's a person. So if it's somebody concrete, I'm going to use the personal a, busco a mi abuela. But if it's not somebody that's concrete, uh, busco una abuela que tenga más de 50 años. I'm looking for a grandmother that has that is older than 50. Um, then, And I'm not thinking of a specific one. Then I would just say busco una abuela. Que tenga más de 50 años. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you find this show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash beginning Spanish for a full list of episodes and to support the show financially. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice and please recommend uh, the show to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mac or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my other shows. This semester, I have one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long.